Good day. Today is Tuesday, May 9th, 2023. And I had an idea about going through a document that I've written to the IRS related to income. And in the process of looking through that document, I hit on something else that I wanted to look up. And as a result, I started doing a little research and I wanted to kind of use this as an example of something that we all need to be very careful about what we're following and who we're listening to. Now, one of the things that, and I apologize, I've got a little bit of a cold, so uh, hopefully I won't cough too much. Um, but I wanted to at some point get into the fact that there's a lot of people that say you need to get a new passport, you need to give up your driver's license and all this other stuff. And so I'm digging into whether any of that stuff makes any sense. And at, at the moment, I, I don't think it does. But this is a situation that you hear all the time. And you may have even heard me say it because I have repeated a lot of documents that I've read. And I didn't actually, I, I to be honest, I did go try to find where they were finding the, the stuff about corporations always having all uppercase letters. Um, I never actually found that other than in uh, documents that, you know, where people had actually written that stuff up. And so <clears throat> I, I kind of wanted to dig into that a little bit more today and see if I can find exactly where that is. And the reason is because I find it very suspicious that we sit here and we keep saying, and, it, and it's absolutely true, is the United States is a corporation. It is. But go look at the United States. Everywhere that it's written, it has a lowercase the, and then United States is a capital U, United, capital S, lowercase rest. So obviously if all situations of having a corporate name were in all caps – it would be a little suspicious as to why everywhere that it appears the, the words the United States is never in all caps. It, it's almost always in upper and lowercase letters. So it's, it's a little bit uh, questionable as to where these people are getting this information. Now, I landed on a website. I, I started doing a little bit of research on the whole capitalization thing. And it is true that capitalization does have a significance depending on what it is that you're looking at or what you're reading. So I'm not saying otherwise. I'm just kind of drilling in on the fact that every claim that our names are in all capital letters and therefore that means a, you know, that that is a, a corporation is a little weird. And I'll give you another example is that I have a, a person that I, uh, I know that has recently received a letter from the IRS. And in that letter, when they address him, even on the letterhead of the, of the letter that got sent to him, his name is not in all capital letters. It's uppercase first and last. So it's, I mean, the first letter of, of the uh, first and last name are the only thing uppercase. So that would kind of seem to throw a hole in the bucket for, you know, saying that that's why everything is capitalized. Now, I don't know if I have, I don't remember if I said anything about this, but I do know that, you know, at, 
at a certain point in time when computers started showing up, the letters uh, that you put into a database, their capitalization made it difficult to find things because in the early days of computers, databases were case sensitive. And what that meant is if I put in Glenn with a capital G, Glenn with a lowercase G, and Glenn with all caps all the way, you know, for every letter, each of those are going to be found in a totally different place in the database. And so as a result, a lot of companies, and I would assume the government as well, standardized on putting everything in in capital letters so that they didn't have this problem. Now, in today's environment, you don't have this problem any longer, so it's you know, it, it's kind of pointless now, but they had already started it. So I doubt very seriously that they would go back and, and change what they had already started. So there is that potential for why everything is in capital letters. But let's look at this website here and then we're going to go actually look up some of this stuff. You'll you'll see here that they, they talk about, you know, to be more specific, uh, your legal name is the name of a corporation created under your given name. Um and then they, they go on to say here, um, if you look it up in Black's Law right here, Black's Law Dictionary, 6th edition, defines the word name using these exact words. And it says the designation of an individual person or a firm or corporation. And then they immediately jump into this that we're a corporation. The word corporation is defined by the same law dictionary as an artificial person or legal entity created. Da, 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 da. So they've made this huge jump from the definition of person to, or the definition of name all the way over to the definition of a company. And so what I want to do is kind of jump through the actual law dictionary so that we can look and see what exactly it's saying. And so right here is the actual definition. And this is the only part that they copied in the designation of an individual person or firm or corporation. This is significant because it's just saying that a name is a designation of an individual person or a firm or corporation. So everything we know, everything we address in life has a name. Now, this goes on to say a person's name consists of one or more Christian or given names and one surname or family name. It is the distinctive characterization in words by which one is known and distinguished from others and description and descriptive or and description and abbreviation is not equivalent of a name. So when you get the second paragraph of this, it gets into a little bit more detail and it explains that your name is that. So the the definition used on that website was not exactly honest because they only took that first sentence and then they made the jump that that automatically meant that it must be talking about you being a corporation which is not at all what it actually said now there's a couple other things that we need to look into though when we're looking at this it says an individual and one of the things that we have to be very careful about when we're talking when we're talking about anything legal is that we need to look up every single definition of every single word to make sure that we fully understand what is being said and what you will find is that these attorneys that wrote all this nonsense, they didn't even understand what they were doing because in a lot of cases, they reference the word they're trying to define in the definition of the word they're defining. So 
you know, you can't understand what income is if you use the word income in its definition. A good example is the IRS tax code. It says gross income defined, and it says any income derived from any source. Well, they didn't define the word income. They just said derived from any source, but we're trying to find the definition of income. They call it gross income. The gross doesn't even mean anything in that context because gross income and income are exactly the same thing. So the point is, look up everything. Get you a Black's Law Dictionary and look up everything. So let's do that. Let's look because this says the designation of an individual person. Well, we need to know what is an individual. So let's jump over here and look up the definition of individual. An individual as a noun this term denotes a single person as distinguished from a group or class and also very commonly a private or natural person as distinguished from a partnership corporation or association so this tells you as a noun that it looks like it represents a individual is what we think it is it's an individual person not a, a class or a group or a corporation or anything like that. It is literally talking about an individual, the way that we think it should mean. However, if you look down here, it says, but it is said that this restrictive significant signification is not necessarily inherent in the word and that it may in proper cases include artificial persons. So we, we have a, possible situation here because it has said it started out sounding like it was what we thought it was but then it added this caveat in here that says that it could also include artificial persons so now we have a little bit of a conflict and it says also see person so let's jump over here and take a look at what person is so person says in general usage a per a human being natural person though by statute term may include a firm labor organization partnership association so we've gone from this definition of a <coughs> of an individual that references a person and the person references a company and the individual also says that it could be a fictitious person so what, what we land at is a definition that has no significance whatsoever, because if we, if we go down here and, and go back to what we were originally looking at, which if you go back over here to this guy, it's name. So if we come over here and we jump back over to name, it says, knowing all these other things now, it says the designation of an individual person or a firm or corporation. A person's name consists of one or more Christian names. So this is telling us what it consists of. It is the distinctive characterization, and it tells us this. But it's, it is, and it tells us that uh, an abbreviation and stuff is not the same thing as a name. But this tells us to look up individual person and when we look up individual, it actually tells us that it could mean a fictitious person. And then a person could be a, a fictitious person. It could be a corporation. So we really have no earthly idea what they're talking about when they say name. It could be what it says here. It could also be a fictitious name. It could also be a corporation. 
So the the point is, is that whenever you're having a conversation with someone about what exactly you're talking about, you need to get them to define exactly what they're talking about on the record, because it is literally impossible for anyone with a functioning brain to actually read this nonsense and, and decide what something means. So there's a two, two things that you need to take from this. Number one, you have to be very careful about listening to everything that's out on the internet of, of steps necessary to do. So far, we have absolutely, undeniably, we have absolutely proven that the United States is a corporation. It is not, and, and it is a state. So we we have proven those. We, we've got court cases to prove it. The Constitution proves it. We also have proven that there is something called a state citizen that is not the same thing as a citizen of the United States. So there are aspects of this that we are proving as we're going through this, but you can't just take someone at their word because as this has shown, it's literally impossible for you to just define what something means in this particular example, because none of it makes any sense. Now I want to, I want to jump to something else. Hopefully I still have this page up here. Uh, or let me, let me do this. Let me jump over here. And this is something that I'm working on. And I, I want to read something else to you here that's, that's kind of important. So this is the court systems that we're under, uh, that run under the United States. And whether or not, as a citizen of a state, we're supposed to be responsible for that. One of the things I want to look at here is where it reads. Um, let me see if I can get this up on the screen here see so what the constitution reads is it says the judicial power and this is under the constitution section two um the judicial power shall extend to all cases in law and equity arising under this constitution the laws of the united states again we know that's a corporation and it's its own state and treaties made or which shall be made under their authority to all cases affecting ambassadors or other public ministers or councils or and councils to all cases of admiralty and maritime jurisdiction to controversies to which the United States shall be a party to controversies between two or more states, between state state and citizens of another state, between citizens of different states, between citizens of the same state claiming lands under grants of different states, and between a state or a citizen thereof, a foreign state. Here, here is something to, to kind of get in your head. The Constitution, as we talked about in an earlier uh, podcast, the Constitution is for the United States. It's not for the several states. What this paragraph is reading in the Constitution is that the, the judicial power of the federal government, of the, of, of the United States, applies to all cases where you have two states fighting each other, two citizens from two different states fighting each other, or some combination thereof having to do with land in two different states or whatever. So it, it, it absolutely does not include your 
acting as a state citizen, the federal government has absolutely no judicial power over you at all at a state level. Now, we're going to get into the the state citizenship stuff. I, I think I may have put, let's see if I have it up here. Um, because another another part of the let me let me see if I can find it here. Um, if we go back over here and go, let me pull this back down so I can see my tabs up here. Um, if we go back here, nope, that's not it. Uh, I I found something else that is rather interesting because, um, one of the things that that we have been, if you remember when Barack Obama got uh, elected, everybody was running around talking about how the president of the United States had to be born in the United States and, and all this kind of stuff. Um, man, I, I may not be able to find it quick enough here to, to get into it. I'll, I'll just mention it. So in, if you go back to the Constitution and look up the part about the president, wh- who can serve as president, it actually says a United States citizen or a natural citizen, natural born citizen. So if you really get technical about it, it never mattered whether Barack Obama had a birth certificate for the United States or not. Because the Constitution clearly says that as long as he's over 35 and he's either a citizen of the United States or a natural born citizen, he can serve as president. So all that fuss and rigmarole over a birth certificate was actually stupid on all of our parts because the Constitution never said that you had to be born in the United States to be the president. Anybody can be the president of the United States. So there's... There's all kinds of little nuggets that that you can get into when you start reading the Constitution with a Black's Law Dictionary to understand what it is you're actually talking about when you're reading it. And, and we need to be very, very careful about what we're reading into this and especially with listening to other people and what they're saying because there's quite a bit of misinformation and I'm not saying that they are misleading you on purpose or that they are you know doing anything to to be ugly I just mean that in in a lot of cases where people try to construe some meaning to some thing that they're trying to discuss if you actually get a Black's Law Dictionary and go look it up it's physically impossible to define unless you're in a actual conversation with somebody at that particular point in time and they define specifically what they're talking about at that particular point in time. Because reading the Black's Law Dictionary, I, I, I don't know who wrote the thing. I don't know who came up with these definitions, but the, the circular references going on are quite daunting to, to actually try to get a definitive answer as to what something means. And it also shows why the Supreme Court rules completely different in, in cases that are almost identical because they read the, the dictionary or read the Constitution and they come up with a different definition of it every time they read it. Um, it's something that we all really should start thinking more seriously about uh, when we start praising, you know, the Constitution being so great and awesome. Definitely the legal system is not either of those things. 